Awesome. Welcome, guys. Happy Monday, and welcome to another episode of Realtor Hacks, Tips, and Tricks. Uh, we are your podcast for all things um, helping you in your real estate business to become more efficient and just really giving you all the tips to learn everything quicker. So, because there's always more to learn, there's it's always an ever growing, uh, uh, you know, education being in real estate. So, yes. we are your guides here. Uh, my name is Hallie McCrory. I am a realtor and team lead of Empower Real Estate Group uh, expansion team with EXP Realty, and um, I'm here in San Angelo, Texas, right now. Also work part time in Dallas, Texas. Uh, known for selling 100 homes a year in a small town. Uh, I'm a host for American Dream TV and then also a coach for Tarek El Moussa's team. And I've got my lovely co-host over here, Casey Styers, uh, downtown guru, uh, and also team lead of her team, CB Styers Realty. Um, she really works all of North Carolina, though, really uh, like beaches and mountains. And... Um, like a North Carolina guru, born and raised. Yes, exactly. Also an American Dream TV host as well for the Raleigh area and um, big in the Tarek El Moussa team too. And then today we've got one of our new friends on, Sarah Hilton, out of Charlotte, North Carolina. She owns the Lead Suite and focuses on marketing, social media marketing, and Facebook ads for real estate agents. Is it real estate specific or all types of businesses? Mostly real estate. Mostly real estate. Okay. 98%. 98. Well, yeah. So we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that. So I guess give us a little bit of your background. Um, what got you into like the real estate world and marketing and focusing on this? Right. So um, before, way before real estate, I worked for the same company since I was 19 years old. Just kind of, I think I told you this, but before social media existed, maybe MySpace was around, um, but I kind of worked managing their website and then that grew over the years into managing their social media. So we grew those accounts to over 14 million people. And I really loved that, but I kind of hit a ceiling there, couldn't go any further. And then that company was going to move to Pennsylvania, to Philadelphia specifically. Um, and I live out in Charlotte, North Carolina, so I'm not going to trade in that weather. Nope. <laughs> I love New York for a reason. Um, so then I kind of needed to rediscover what I was going to do. And the problem with staying in one company so long is it's hard to prove what your, your job kind of becomes like skewed. So, and I want the flexibility. So I was like, I know I'll become a licensed real estate agent. I can be flexible. I love people. <laughs> Yeah. So um, I started doing that back in 2018. Well, yeah, late 2018. Um, and I did that for a while. I I liked it. I liked being out and about and dealing with people. But over time, I noticed that I, I am a little bit of a people pleaser. I like when everyone gets along. And in this industry, you kind of got to go at it with people once in a while. Um, and I just didn't. I, I just didn't like it. But one thing yeah. that I learned throughout that was that when I became in real estate, I remember everyone told me, you know, and I hate to say old school tactics, but it was just the run of the mill that you hear, like make your list of a hundred contacts, you know, do your cold calls, do this, do that, go door knocking. And I was not cool with any of that. Um, <laughs> Same. <laughs> like do not knock on my door and I won't knock on yours. Um, so, yeah. Also, uh, don't 
knock on people's doors in Texas. They'll pull guns on you. <laughs> right. Oh my gosh. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah, like New York, we don't we don't knock on each other's door. We 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 could live in the same building with someone for 20 years and we won't even say hi to them. So it was so <laughs> so bizarre to me. And I was like, nah, that's just not what I wanted to do. So I wasn't doing really well. So I was like, let me um, create. I started doing this Facebook show. Again, this was before kind of TikTok and Reels came up. But I went on Facebook and I did real estate coffee talk. But we spell, I spelled it C-A-W-F-E-E because New Yorkers or New Jersey, they always resonate with that. So yeah. <laughs> it was hyper specific to that audience, but it did really well. And I went from having... Well, maybe I think three deals the whole year before to having like three the next month. Like it, it really resonated fast, and people yeah. were sharing it. Um, so that then I realized like I don't really like real estate, but I really loved the marketing side of it, and I was always giving people tips and tricks. So that's and then with COVID, all my kids got sent home, and it ended up it was hard for me to juggle everything. So I was like, I'm just gonna do what I can control from home with the marketing and yeah. I, I love it. I yeah. love, I love it so much more. <laughs> yes. That's amazing. And, and you know, it's like, that's, I think that's amazing how you figured that out. Like yeah, people are so caught up and especially like, I mean, this is kind of going off tangent, but it's like, you know, talking to my little cousin who's in college and it's just, everyone feels like they need to have their life figured out right then yeah. because they feel like other people do. And that's, not necessarily the case and you can't figure out what you're good at and what you like until you just try something, even if it doesn't work out. I mean, right. look, you would have never known that you like liked real estate specific marketing. Yeah. And I wouldn't have, you I know? wouldn't have been in those circles either. Like because I was already in all the realtor Facebook groups and I understood transactions and the business. Yes. I don't think I could have just started it and been like, I know I'm going to serve real estate agents. So yeah. Well, kind of made sense, but it's I like realized differentiator, about, right? And I realized about like my personality that I like being a little bit more on the back end, where I could like help people win rather than be the one that's doing. You know, I that's a win for me, shall I say? So, yeah, um, yeah I'm way, I'm way happier. Yes. Oh, <laughs> well, good. So now, um, tell us a little bit more about the lead suite. Like, what? Uh, can you give us more specifics on what you're offering and what you're like working with people on? Right. So um, it's a marketing company. I work mostly with, um, I would say like team leaders, like that level of business and above. So for most of the clients I have, they are people that really, they're the opposite of me. They really love the business of real estate. They love the transactional part and the sales and all that, but they hate the marketing aspect. So I know you, you actually enjoy some of the marketing. Yeah. <laughs> Most of the people I have, they're like, I listed this house. Here's the MLS number. Can you just do whatever you do? <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, so, and I love that because it's a really great partnership on that end. So I do a lot of um, social media marketing and then like email marketing is a big component of it. Yeah. Some of them do um, Facebook ads, over time, I have pulled back from that a little bit because Facebook ads are the long game. And a lot of people, it's a hard sell to get them. You have to put a significant budget into Facebook ads. Um, and so it's a little bit of a hard sell to get people to kind of keep investing this money. Yeah. In six months for a payout. And so 
it got a little bit frustrating for the right agents. It works really well. Yeah. Um, but okay. most people want the social media and then like some social media coaching. So people that like really just want to cheerleader, like, how do I get on video? What do I say? What do I do? How do I post them? That kind of thing. So that's pretty much where I've been focused the last year or two. Okay. Awesome. So a little bit of like strategy there, but then also like, like making posts for people. Even. Right. Yes. Like I, I tell people it's the good clients when I kind of, when we talk about whether we should, work together. I tell them like, it's a team effort. If you are just going to throw a post at me and we're going to have like three home updates, you should make this fall. It, that's really not going to do anything for them. So I'm honest with them. Like, Hey, those, those kind of posts, they don't do anything if there's not some personality driven content behind it. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, Hey, anytime you are out at a listing, take a video. I'll make it pretty for you. I'll put in the reel. I'll match it to the, the music. Um, but get on stories, interact with people. Cause that's really where, where it starts doing well. Okay. Got it. Okay. Um, so can you talk to us a little bit more? I I'm very interested. I feel like email is making a big comeback. Uh, or maybe it never went away. It just, I feel like maybe people are talking about it more. Right. Um, yeah, I think, yeah. I don't know if it, um, went away, but, but, Compared to like the small business world, I think it's vastly underutilized in real estate. Yeah. People get comfortable with social media um, and and maybe their CRMs or whatever their CRM does for it. But most agents are just basically, they're just posting stuff on Facebook. Yeah. But email marketing I love because A, it's a very intimate relationship that you build with the other side of that computer. Like they're getting into someone's email inbox is a privilege. Uh, the bigger thing is that when it comes to the social media channels, you don't really own that content. So I had a friend that had built her page up to 100,000 people, her Instagram account. And out of nowhere, someone just hacked it. She lost it all. And you know, then you have to start from scratch. So if you think from a real estate perspective, if all your entire sphere of influence is on your Facebook and your, or your Instagram, and you're depending on that to continue to drive your leads, you know, what would happen if that, if somehow your account got hacked or, you know, it, that can happen. Yeah. Uh, the, the hackers are pretty smart now. So what would happen if that vanished? You need to have a way to get in touch with your people outside of social media. Yeah. Uh, so I think it's really important it also helps people get further into your funnel. So if you get someone in a Facebook group, if you get someone on your Instagram, that's interested, getting them onto your email list and having like some kind of communication with them mm -hmm. is, is I think really important in that kind of nurturing. Yeah. So you kind of help build out those like campaigns, right? Yeah. Kind of like the email sequences. So Let's say if someone's going to do an open house, I can build out the sequence. So as soon as they just give me the email list, we upload it. Everyone is segmented and now they're getting automatic emails. So that takes away, you know, helps automate the agent's life when they're leaving that open house. They're not like, oh, here's this list. I need yeah. to call A, B and C. They can call, of course, but they're already getting this email and hopefully embedded with video, which kind of makes it that much stronger, but yeah, yeah. so it's working for them. So after the open house on Sunday, they could go home and watch football <laughs> and these emails are working for them behind the scenes. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. Love that. Right. And that's, um, I guess maybe it was like 
I started hearing more about it too when like I guess when we were having the shift and everyone was like get back to the basics like that's but it's like you said and there's just so much hacking going on um that's something I picked up from uh Mike Sherrard I don't know if you follow him Um, but he was like I've seen I'm seeing too many people but what about um like I know like I pay for the meta stuff to have like meta verified yes that I which is worth, to me, worth every penny. You can uh-huh. get them on chat support. Here's the thing, though. If your account gets hacked, Meta verified that chat support is only available inside the app. So if you can't log in, you can't chat with them. That's why I got it. <laughs> yes. So if you, what I would do is make sure it's connected in your Meta. First of all, always stay signed in on your desktop, right? Um, okay. Also, from your meta business suite, make sure you are signed in there because you may have more access to like customer service from there. Yeah. I, I literally went through this last night. So someone sent me a message and it went into my filtered messages. And then it was like, oh, can you, it was something with marketing related. Dumb me. There was also a picture. I don't know why I decided to open it. Normally I'm very street smart with that, but I opened it. And it was just like a flashing picture. And I was like, this is weird. So I immediately got on my meta support. I was like, hey, is that like a hack, a new hacking mechanism? And she was like, well, just delete them. And if I, we were you, we would reset the password. Let me tell you, resetting the password from the Instagram app is a nightmare. I had two-factor oh. authentication set up. And it was like sending me the code. I was putting in the code. And it was telling me I can't read the code. <laughs> I was like, hello, so- come on. Yes. And I was, I was like panicking, right? Because I mean, my account is a huge, about like 6,000 followers, but it took a long time. Yeah. Um, so I was like, oh my gosh, I can't get in. And then I realized I have no way to access meta support, but luckily I was signed in on my business manager on my computer and I was signed in my Instagram. So I was able, if you ever need to reset your Instagram password, always do it from your browser, your phone. Okay. And do make, I know we're going off on a tangent, but do make sure you have two-factor authentication set up. Yeah. That's huge in preventing like hackers and stuff. Yeah. I'm going to make you feel better right now. Yes. Oh, gosh. Oh, long story. Out here for the world to hear. <laughs> so I was on my computer one night when I first got into real estate. And I get a call and they're like, you've been hacked. We need to get into your computer. My dumb self gives them everything they need so they can go into my computer. And everything's going great and I can't move anything because they've taken over my computer because I gave them everything. Oh my god. Then they asked start asking me for money. And I was like, oh, this doesn't sound right. Hold on. So I text my friend Lynn, who's an IT guru. And I was like, hey Lynn. And he goes, Don't touch anything. Shut everything off. Unplug your other computers. I'll be right there. He lived like comes in. He had to crash all my three, my tablet, my other computer, and the new one. Thank God you had a friend like that. Thank God, yeah. Somebody gives people this information willingly. I said, I thought they were there to help me. He goes, People don't call to help you, Casey. (laughs) Like, it's weird because you would think you would never be the one to fall for it, but they come up with like smarter and smarter and smarter ways to do this stuff. Um, Well, anyone. I called them the other day thinking that I have this, they were going to take $396 from me. And I was like, no, absolutely not. This sounds like a scam. 
I'm yeah. not gonna give you a code. Like you're giving me a code to lock. Nope, nope, nope. Not doing this one again. Not happening. <laughs> Help you, and he hung up. And I was like, well, that was a scam. I googled it. So. <laughs> now you learn. That's a, it's a hard lesson, but yeah, I mean, can you imagine? If I didn't have that brand, they would have just had a field day. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that makes me, it makes that me. That was before you really kept your cards and stuff stored in your system. That's why they would obviously. Yeah, then they had to like ask money. you for it. Mm -hmm. it's, oh, thank God that it wasn't worse though. Yeah. <laughs> I just walked them through my computer. I was like, Here. yeah. Because <laughs> it's almost like if you think from a real estate perspective, <laughs> this is this crazy thing, but it's almost like you'd almost rather them steal $350 from you than to steal, you know, 5,000 of your Facebook mm -hmm. sphere of influence. Like, yes. literally, you know, how do you get all that back? That's why it's yes. getting them off. And I know technically, you know, when you're on one of these email provider, you don't, you don't technically own it right but at any point you're able to download all your data so yeah. you can download everyone on your list you have them and i just do it every month like just to keep up because i'm like worst thing that can happen is i lose the last month's worth of people yeah but yeah interesting is really important yes um, I was at your website it looks really gorgeous yeah it's very cute i need to update it websites no that's well i mean i did that one but it's a squarespace template so it's just me like installing it, it looks so pretty. yeah i like the the pink too yeah. i'm happy when i look at it it's no. All so pink. uh sarah tell us a little bit more about like what you help people with on on the social media front too like so like you said talking like helping them make posts and stuff um but it sounds like there's more strategy to it. Can you talk a little bit more on that? Yeah. So specifically, I would say the the work I do for people is I'll like create reels that are like the faceless reels. So um, in, like B-roll, basically, I'll have them. I'll either I have my own library B-roll, but I have them send me B-roll of like houses or and they just text it to me as we go. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I just create like that faceless type of reel. Um, and then there is some like static content. Most of it is focused around like my content pillows would be educate, entertain and inspire. That's kind of how I plan the content. Um, but um, um, and not every client of mine is in fact, most of them are not good with getting themselves on video. But lately, the past six months, I've been put I mean, I think they're getting sick of me, <laughs> but I've been pushing you got to. You, you got to get your face on video. We got to get your face on video because yeah. it is, I noticed even when I was going heavy on video, even on reels um, from my own real estate business, I got a lot of followers through like the funny type of video and, and that kind of stuff. But I got conversions through those educational type content. Yes. Um, and that's how you build trust, like telling them, hey, maybe it's not a good time for you to buy a house interest rates do suck, you know, or, you know, or for sale by owner. Yeah. You can sell your house by owner. Hey, let's look at, let's look at the pros and cons of doing that and being willing to confront the things that most agents are not willing to confront, mm -hmm. um, really helps build trust. Um, I also do like, I do a ton of classes specifically in Charlotte, like live classes, but I do some online where I teach them like, how do you search data to, 
create their content, right? So there's no need to come up with ideas of what you think people might want to know. If you use websites like um, answerthepublic.com, keywords anywhere, you keywords everywhere, <laughs> you can look up, hey, how are people searching for things when it comes to real estate? So okay. for example, if you put in buying house in Charlotte, it'll give you the other searches. So it'll say buying your house with cash, first time home buyer, like the ways people are searching. And then just with that list, you're like, all right, here are five videos I can make now. Yeah. Um, is that kind of like Google trends? Similar. Yeah. It's similar. Like they're all kind of feeding from search data. Um, my, the one I like best is answer the public. I mean, you can go in and do up to three searches for free. It may be me, like the girl in me. I like the way it presents you the data. It's like a little circle and yeah. um, And it gives you all different like prepositions of how they're searching and the long tail keywords, like but it just gives you ideas. So I'm like, hey, you don't have to, there's no reason if someone doesn't have a full-time social media manager or a contracted social media manager, there's no reason that they should be sitting there banging their head against the wall thinking about what to talk about because we have so much data like at our fingertips and and yeah. most agents don't use it. It's, yeah. it's wild to me, but I'm like, hey, this is easy. They want to know how to sell their house with cash. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Love it. So, yeah. yeah. And, well, and especially with like chat GPT, you could even get like kind of think about topics from there and even get more nitty gritty pulling from chat GPT. Yes. Let me tell you, chat GPT is the goat. Yes. <laughs> so you can, you can uh, even ask, I mean, so chat GPT, if you have the keywords, I don't want to get too techie and throw people off, but it's actually really easy. If you get the keywords everywhere, browser extension, okay. it, automatic which is free and it takes less than a minute it integrates really nice with chat gpt and then so it pulls that search data right from chat gpt it also creates templates so literally in chat gpt there's an area for templates and it has a specific category for realtors so you choose realtors and like the actions you want to take and who the client is and it can build out communication social media content all that just based on the real estate industry. Dang. I didn't know that. Wow. That's yes. a good little hack right there. Yes. Keywords everywhere. Yeah. It's really yes. easy. You could Keywords just like, everywhere. Okay. Yes. Answer the public was the other one. Yes. Yep. Okay. Keywords everywhere is the only one that integrates with a GPT and their data is very similar. Okay. So once it's in there, you can ask chat GPT like, Hey, what are the top like, for example, Charlotte, and I'm sure Raleigh, too, and I know Texas, but, um, you know, this is a big city people are relocating to. Mm -hmm. Big, We're attracting a lot of, so you can go in there and say, hey, when people are thinking of moving to Charlotte, North Carolina, what are 10 of the most popular searches that they're, or 10 of the most popular ways that they're searching for information on that? And it'll pop up some, like, best neighborhoods, what are the best neighborhoods, where are the best schools, and all that. Um, and that's like a great video series you can do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm writing that down. That's, yeah. It's kind of like, um, so we've had Levi Lassick on here. He's started the, or like one of the guys that started the Living in Dallas, Texas team. And they're like, they're all about YouTube. So they use, they they kind of do this same strategy. strategy. Yeah. But with YouTube specifically, and they came up with, I guess, 
for Dallas specifically, living in Dallas was the most searched thing. So they just made that their whole brand. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yeah. And and some people, it's it's counterintuitive sometimes that when I see like newer agents or even people that really don't know so much how marketing works, they will be like, oh, um, I'm going to start a group. And it's, I mean, I'm going to start my Facebook page and it's going to be like Queen City boss realtor or something you know I'm like <laughs> yeah. never find you first of all the only people who ever know about charlotte being called queen city are people that live here like that's a very hyper local name yeah so you gotta you almost have to put yourself in the position of a consumer when you're creating content be like how would i search because search data kind of is what runs everything even on more and more so on instagram yeah where keywords are really important there so it's not worth it being like you know, I don't know, Get, getting too specific and cutesy, you almost have to like, how are people searching? Yeah. Um, they're thinking of moving here. They're thinking of buying and be, get yourself up into that top of that search. Yeah. Like it's almost like working it backwards. Right. Yes. Yeah. You're like reverse engineering the whole process. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, cool. So helping people with that. Um, and then uh, oh, another thing that you mentioned was like the B-roll, like making kind of videos like that. We were talking earlier about how a lot of people on social media are making, it's like six to seven minute or six to seven second videos of, you know, like you typing on the computers or like driving or something. And then it's like the hook in the caption or right. in, like in a little caption on the video and then like explaining everything in your actual captions yeah um, that's like a new thing that's because the algorithm like it gives you a little boost when someone watches your video and then they click to read more so people are kind of yeah using that to their advantage b-roll is i mean you would think it, it's so crazy how fast instagram and, and of course tiktok but i don't do much work on tiktok but how fast instagram has changed over the last year like it went from a very like dancing or comic type stuff to now everything is kind of like that b-roll and it's the most random it, it's it's so crazy to think but people just sitting on their sofa that video will do excellent right or yeah I, client i think i told you this but we did a bunch of videos the best she was a new home agent the best performing one was her chopping pillows at her model home like fixing them up and it was like some text over it, but it was just like behind the scenes of like a new home agent as she's chopping some pillows. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> just watch it all day. And you just have to remember, like, we live in a very voyeuristic society. People love, even when you see what's doing well on TikTok outside of real estate. Yeah. It's like these get ready with me type videos or that um i forgot what that would have to ask my teenagers but it's like the one where they focus they put microphones on everything it's like a, a asmr no ASMR. yes <laughs> this girl like she's like putting ice in her thing and moving stuff around and everything is like a strong sound and even me i'm like you don't notice me that you're just watching this i know i'm like for a minute so satisfying yeah, when they like, organize their kitchen, it's it's the most random stuff that gets you watching. Yes, I know. Why is that? Like everybody is doing the thing too, where they like they talk about whatever they're talking about, but it's like while they're doing their makeup. I'm like, yes. Why yes. do I like watching this so much? 
what I know why are you why what is it I mean I read so many books on like behavioral psychology and how that influences marketing but I haven't quite found the answer for that but I do it too and I read somewhere and I don't at me if I'm wrong but I read somewhere that like those get ready with me videos they're like the, the top performing ones on TikTok like consistently and they'll talk about any topic whatsoever and it's all this girl with like no makeup and she has the headband, you know, and then, yeah. and I think that there's something cause th these like delayed watch tactics are doing really well. So like with some of my clients, um, ours will be like B roll. It'll have some text and then we'll either say more in caption or for example, we put, I did one for a client recently that was like, um, the, the, the market update for that month. Right. But it just says on there, like, South End um, market update for the last week, and it's the footage is like highway the highway in Charlotte. Yeah, and then when the beat drops, that drops the the information. But people they just can't help but wait, but watch. I should say for yeah. what's going to come. And once someone watches past like two or three seconds, you got them. Yeah. And really good for your algorithm. So those ones, I don't have the nerve to do the get ready with me ones. But if you can employ content like that, people yeah. will just stay watching, you know, one or two minutes. It's nuts. So <laughs> like that gives me so much to think about because I feel like you could really oh, I'm I'm yeah. Yeah, you almost it, GRWM. <laughs> yes, GRWM. Yes, or you know, for for real estate agents, like I've told them this too. Think I think everyone gets so concerned, like, oh my gosh, I have to, you know, do my makeup. I have to have my clothes right. And I got to sit at a desk and talk. And I'm like, listen, we, do, our jobs aren't that interesting to us because we do them every day. Right. But for someone outside of real estate, what anyone does, like I watch people who are chefs or who um, work at, I, I watched this young girl on Disney that, I mean, I'm sorry, on TikTok that she works and then goes to Disney like almost every night. And I'm over there like <laughs> just watching everything she does because I love Disney. But um, people will watch the, the things that you think are the most mundane. So yeah. videos I've seen doing really well, like people packing and prepping their client gifts, like before closing, oh. you just put your camera there and you just start packing your little gift together. And that's it. And it's just your only text needs to be POV creating a gift for my closing tomorrow. Or, you know, like you said, being on the computer up late at night, whatever you're doing, those mundane parts of real estate, people really love it. And once you get into the mindset of let me capture this on video, you're, you're going to have a huge content bank because we have the luxury of doing something new every single day. Yes. Whereas a banker, you know, how interesting is their behind the scenes going to be? They're going to be at the same desk every day looking at the same graphs every day whereas you one day you're in a luxury house the next day you're in a crack house like I mean everything <laughs> everything is like so different or this day you're at a closing this day you're at an inspection I mean so if you can create a couple of videos a day now you have this huge content bank yeah. of videos. so when you don't feel like getting on video or being very creative now you have this there and and yeah people love it um I just took a video of me like on the podcast. <laughs> so I'm like, I'll use that later. Behind the scenes, yes. Content bank. <laughs> I was like the one I sent Hallie earlier of us on here and Rocky was like chilling in the background. Um, I just followed you too. So. Yawning. 
this one. Oh my gosh. He's like, starting oh, podcast. Be like, like, I'm really interested as you start like employing some more of those. I'm really track your data, right? Because you're yeah. going to learn so much just from that. I, on my listening him now with us and ours. Oh my gosh. I want him. Night, night. <laughs> He has yeah, slept all day, so he's going to go real good. <laughs> and then he just went for that walk. He's worn out. Um, yeah, but people love that kind of stuff. Re they really do. So, and, and it also personalizes you because, you know, this is a people business, right? So yeah. I think a lot of times when people are like, just listed, just sold. I mean, those are great, right? They're social proof. But in reality, nobody cares when they're not in the real estate world or when they're not actively looking. Yeah. But if you kind of, I have one of my clients that we do post her just listed, just sold, but she has so much content that's like about her community and about her and all that, that when, when it's, it's wild, actually, when we, when she has a closing, we're like, help us celebrate this person just closed. And all these comments would be like, congratulations, congrats. They don't know these people, but they're like happy for her. And so it comes across and you can only do that when you're building like a personal relationship online. Yeah. Yeah. So like, um, I guess, so we talked a little bit about the Facebook ads, um, and social media and more like modern marketing. What are, what are other like tactics that you like to, um, you know, help your clients and we were real estate agents like for lead generation. So as far as lead generation, I kind of like am a, more hyper-focused on Facebook, Instagram, just because I feel like, you know, I can know those really well. Um, but lately I've been pushing automations, like we need to employ automation. So um, chat GPT, many chat is a really good one. So whether you're running ads or you are just kind of having a large influx of leads, having many chat have conversations with these leads as they're coming in is really great. So I don't know if you've seen on Instagram, but if you'll put, there's um, an Instagram channel called Broadmoor house. I hate her because everything she posts, I want to buy. Cause it's like pretty house stuff. And I'm like, you're killing me, but she'll post like, let's say a picture of her kitchen. And she'll say comment lamp to get um, a link to where you can buy these. Yes. Okay. So that's run through many chat. It's just a simple automation. They comment lamp that link is sent directly to them. So if you have, let's say like a down payment assistance program or a first time home buyer, you know, whatever you're running and you say, Hey, comment DPA and I'll send you all the information. You just set that up one time. And now when you're out and about with your clients or building your team, as these things come in, you don't have to worry about getting back to them six hours later. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And somehow they all come in at like two o'clock in the morning. So right. it's like working for you. Um, if you're running paid ads, like on Facebook, the, you can set up many chat to do like lead qualification. So they can say they can come to your chat through an ad and now the chat will qualify them. So say, Hey, how many bedrooms are you looking for? How many bathrooms? What part of town would you like to be in? Um, and so by the time that lead gets delivered to you, they've been handled kind of, it'll say, great, we'll put you in touch with one of our agents. They'll be in touch with you first thing in the morning or soon or whatever you want to put in there. Um, cause just from running Facebook ads, I noticed again, like a large majority of those come in after, I mean, I know we work crazy hours, but they come in well past waking hours. They're usually, yeah. very, 
Um, so it's frustrating because that speed to lead component gets lost because you're, you know, you're getting your day started six hours after you've gotten that lead in. Right. So MiniChat is really powerful with that. And now with AI kind of built in, it works even better. So, okay. So you're, I guess I was thinking maybe ManyChat was for people who like have more followers and get inundated with messages. But even if you aren't, it's still satisfying that need for speed to get the lead. Yeah. It just depends on yeah. what your business look like. Right. I mean, I think we very much tend to get, sh I know speaking for myself, you get shiny object syndrome, right? So you're like, Ooh, mini chat. Oh, uh, chat GP two pro, you know, you want all these things, but know your business and what you need. So if you have 200 followers on Instagram, if a lead comes in, you can probably get to them yeah. <laughs> within the hour or so. So there's no need to spend $15 a month to, to have all these fancy things set up. But yeah, if you do have a big following um, or, you know, have videos that do exceptionally well, building in something like that is really helpful. Um, okay. You can also not, not specifically with many chat, but Zapier, which like, is yes, a, I've been hearing so much about this. I love Zapier. Yeah. Little, yeah. Tell us a little bit about that. How do you spell that? Z-A-P-I-E-R. Z-A-P-I-E-R. Yeah. And you, you, you use the terminology like, oh, it zaps from here to there. So what it does is it's basically a communication tool that works between systems. So for example, if you set up a zap from your Facebook ads to your CRM, when this lead comes in, it'll auto, cause the Facebook ads like inside it's a frustrating platform to work with. So you can have it when they come into your Facebook ads, you can have them zap to your CRM. And then if you already have a um, kind of like a funnel built up or a sequence, then they're automatically on that. Or I have um, clients where when people get into their KV core, they have it, they have that person automatically zap to their email marketing system. So that way they're getting their weekly newsletters. Ah, okay. Through their email marketing because they're prettier. You can even have it with Chad GPT. You can have it. So for agents who are getting a lot of um, interaction on like Google business, you can have Zap integrated with Chat GPT. I know I'm going off on a tangent. No, but this is really good. You can have um, Chat GPT basically automate like responses when people are like leaving your reviews or asking questions. And it can just say, hey, thanks so much for leaving us a review. We really re appreciate it. Just these little small things. And a lot of zaps are free. There are some premium zaps, like Facebook ads is a premium zap. But I think you can set up three or four zaps for free. So look at like the, the places you need automation the most in your business. Yeah. And, and then set that up. That's where I would tell people like, hey, look at what are the most frustrating things for you or the little tasks that fall through the cracks. Automate those as much as you can. That way you're not, you're not worried about it. It's just... Yeah working for you yeah because i i mean i've just been basically having uh like my operations manager she does a million things for me but that's like i'll send someone an email to her and just screenshot it and be like hey can you add this to my like if i could just have that already done right yeah or it could be a thing where she might add them to your crm but now zapier is adding them to all your other things right yeah so that's that's kind of the and nice this part. is an app you said it's a web, it's a web-based like program. Software. Yeah. 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 You don't have to download anything. Everything is right through the 
Z-A-P-I-E-R. Yes. Mm -hmm. I know. I'm like, ooh, I'm going to do some digging tonight. Triggers, and it's it's really fun. Mm -hmm. She said it's really fun. You're really fun, and mine may not add up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I just... I, I just think it's so amazing, like how you can, I can't imagine doing real estate 30 years ago without all the stuff like I know, things. right? Because for you to hustle like that, I'm like, this, there's no reason you can't be successful now. There's so many things, so many tools you can use Yeah. to, you know, get your, grow your business, get your business, everything. It's yeah. just people, they don't, they don't, I'm not saying this in a, like they're lazy, but they get over. So for example, with video, they get overwhelmed. The biggest thing I hear all the time is I look old or I don't like my hair. I have wrinkles on my, on my uh, forehead. And I always tell people, nobody cares. I get self-conscious going on video too. I don't like my teeth, but if you look at it from two perspectives, like, Hey, first of all, this could be helping someone. Right. And we're kind of this, right. So then it makes you want to do it a little bit more, but also like, Hey, Average price point in uh, where I'm at in Concord is probably like close to 500 now. So if that could be a, if that video is the one that gets you that 3% commission, $15,000, like, are you really going to care about the wrinkles in your eyebrow or forehead? Exactly. But, uh, you, you are noticing. <laughs> because again, going back to like your consumer habits, all these people like TikTok, I don't post ever, but I'm a big TikTok like consumer. So I'll just be. And I think of all these people that I've watched these videos, I've never thought about, you know, wrinkles. I've never thought about their hair. Like, no. I'm, you're looking for what they're giving you, right? No. Uh, and so, yeah, I think people really get caught up in having the perfect video. And you really just learn the most by just doing it. Yeah, truly. Yeah. I'm with you on that. Okay, so I just put a little ticker at the bottom with your name and your website. Um, where, where can people connect with you? Um, you, you're like, find your services and start working with you. Um, so the best place to connect is probably Instagram and the Instagram is just the lead suite. That's probably the best place. Um, I also have a free Facebook group called modern marketing for real estate agents. Mm -hmm. Um, that's a pretty big group of training. And then of course you can go to my website if you want to actually work together. Um, do awesome. just, just look around, whatever you want. My, my Instagram gives a lot of like tips for you to use. So there's a ton of videos on what you can use in real estate. And- awesome. Yes. More tips, yes. tips and tricks. Yes. Love it. <laughs> exactly. But not about selling homes because I'll cry. <laughs> this person hates me. <laughs> no, I'll, it's all good. All good. Well, good. Yeah. Well, um, we're wrapping up the end of the podcast. Do you, are there any other last minute hacks, tips, or tricks that you want to share with our audience? No, I think my biggest hack would be join your Facebook group. <laughs> well, whatever you're scared of, just, just do it. Take imperfect action. You're going to learn so much. Just do it scared. Do it scared. Yeah. Yes. Scared. Yeah. It's that quote. It says everything good is on the other side of fear. Yeah. And that's, that's so true. So, oh, I need to like post that one. I love I'll that. I may have to add yeah. that to my book. Yes, please yeah. do. I didn't. It's not my quote, so feel free. I so don't know. Who say it again. Say it again. It's uh, everything good is on the other side of fear. 
everything gets on the we'll other have side. to google it and see who yes google it. That. <laughs> i looked it up and there was like 10 people it was attributed to but um just pick the best one yeah <laughs> truly oh my gosh awesome yeah, yeah. guys connect meet what was that if you're ever in raleigh let's meet up yes my son is looking for something nc state he's applying for nc state this love year. it go pack i know we'll see we'll see how it goes <laughs> all right ladies awesome. thank you so much for having me on yes thank, thank, thank you, you too sarah all right guys we'll talk to you soon see y'all next week thanks guys bye.